Hello, folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I am, as you may well know, Gavril, and this is my 10-4 good buddy, Chris. Hello. Kevin is going to be out this week. He is actually recovering after killing his sensei in a one-on-one duel for control of the dojo. Uh, last week, Kevin and I talked all about the upcoming changes in the BFA Alpha and all sorts of interesting little bits and bobs related to class changes and system changes it's going to be bringing with it. Uh, this week, Chris and I are going to get to be neckbeards and talk about Jaina Proudmore, who's one of our favorite characters, period. Um, it's essentially, if, you, if you've if listened to the show long enough, it's essentially story time, coast to coast 2.0. Uh, we're still trying to figure out the format for that show and what to do with it. Um, and with that, we'd like to remind you that Kevin does indeed patrol the land on a horse made of crystal with a mason ring and schnauzer in his perfect hands. So dumb. I... <laughs> I know. So dumb. Brad Neely, okay? Brad Neely is a goddamn genius, all right? China, Illinois was a fantastic show, and it was gone before its time, all right? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Uh, How was your week in gaming? Um, Week in gaming. Uh, We did... And while we did 9 out of 11 in uh, Antorus, we killed Coven, finally. Not bad, uh, not bad. Th- those fucking bitches are the worst. They are the worst. <laughs> um, we are moving Horde after Sunday's raid. Uh, we're going back to the faction that I love, so I'm very excited. I'm very happy. And, uh, and you're 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 leveling up fresh for this, aren't you? No, we're transferring. Oh yeah, that's right. You actually are going to do a full we transfer. We are for this? transferring. Yeah, we are paying for a transfer because this is the last time we listen to a certain member of our guild who convinces us all to move alliance and then stops playing six months later. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, um, he's coming. He's he's already resubbed and is starting to play again, but he's no. We're no longer listening to him ever. All right, so my desk is just full of crap right now, so I'm apologizing for anything that's going to happen. Kevin's not here. And all who the cares? noise. He, he he's not here. Who who cares? Kevin's uh, not going to also apologizing. I'm also apologizing to everybody that may be listening, uh, like the two people that listen to the show, because I am uh, attempting to quit smoking again, and I am having to use a shitload of Nicorette right now. So um, also, he's very chewing snappy. I'm very snippy. Um, so if you hear usual. any chewing sounds in the background, that is probably me just like trying to furiously get some nicotine into my system. He's a very angry uh, person. Yes, I am. I'm always angry, though. Um, so what else is going on, buddy? Uh, I'm annoyed that I'm still stuck in Platinum 1 on Heroes of the Storm. Oh. Wah, I'm Chris. I'm stuck in Platinum 1. I'm in the top 20% of players. Wah. Fuck you right in the face. Or is it ten percent? I can't remember if Plat is ten or twenty percent. I don't know, but I was I think diamond. it's twenty because it goes it's plat, diamond, master, and then grandmaster, right? I was diamond one a long time ago and then I stopped playing and ranked and just chilled out with new players and and quick match and I regret it. <laughs> I want to go back to Diamond. I want to go back to where I was. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um What else is going on? Far too much D D. Far too yeah, you're in what the uh, five campaigns right now? I'm running. I'm DMing one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm playing a ranger, a revi- ranger revise in another. I'm playing mm-hmm. a zealot barbarian in another, and mm-hmm. I'm playing Ooh. a wild shaped druid in another. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that that zealot barbarian just uh, killed a level nine uh, monk. 
Yeah, yeah. In a one on one duel. And he's level four. <laughs> and he's level four. He just killed a level nine mug as a level four uh yeah, admittedly the mug had like no armor or anything on. So and you I mean, forgot to that. use like most of the abilities. No, I forgot to use a feat. Uh so I actually uh Chris got pissed off that this mug that this character, this NPC was pushing him around in game. I was just kind of like tossing him around casually. He's like, I want a one-on-one duel. I'm like, oh, okay, you realize it's like a it's like a level 19, a level nine freaking monk with like a shitload of strength and dex, right? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Barbarians are broken as shit. And indeed, barbarians are indeed broken as shit. <laughs> I think there was a point where at level four, I did 22 points of damage. <laughs> Uh yeah, you did. Uh, he did like three. He he he's fucking reckless swinging. So of course he's rolling with advantage on everything, and so he just like absolutely nukes this monk. He does like eighteen damage to this monk every fucking turn. Yep. Fuck yeah, great. barbarians are broken as fuck. <laughs> Love my barbarian, and I'm raging, mm-hmm. so I'm taking half damage. Yeah, and you're taking half damage on that, and you're a goddamn Goliath, so you do have that thing where you can fucking negate uh, a die. Boom. Yeah, you got stones endurance, so you know you can negate a percentage of a die. Uh, negate, and I rolled, uh, a 20, the straight I rolled a twelve on that die as well, which is the max. You rolled I a could fucking roll. twelve. Yeah, you rolled a max on that, and like <laughs> dealt one damage, and then of course we rounded the uh, remaining damage down from the rage, so you took no damage off of like a fourteen point punch to the face. Oh, that was glorious. <laughs> Though technically, shouldn't that have just uh, gone so against one of the attacks? Should, technically, it should have been rounded down first, and then Storm's Endurance should have been uh, applied. Yeah, but no, shouldn't... But that's two separate attacks, though. Shouldn't that have uh, only affected one of the attacks, or is it all attacks that happen? Uh, I only did Storm's Endurance on one of the attacks. That's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Um, you're playing a lot of d d um, Our buddy... Good buddy Nikolai is playing in the campaign with us, and uh, you know I'd really love to have more people in the campaign because it it running it for two people is fun at all, uh, but at the same time it's also like oh god it, it it's Nikolai's turn and oh oh shit is he gonna get all the hints that I'm dropping at him is he gonna do this investigation check that I want him to do is he gonna do this insight check that I want him to do and it's like no I'm just gonna run around town chasing a red herring that you put down and I'm also for, just like setting- the entire session. I'm sitting there saying, okay, so Nikolai's new to the game. Let him let him learn. Let him experience. I know what I need to do here. Let Nikolai try and figure it out. And, and he doesn't. <laughs> he just runs around following a red herring that I dropped from. Yeah, and Nikolai and is currently listening to the show live as we're recording it. He is yeah. muted. He's I'm pretty muted. certain he's typing right now. And yes, he's saying that it's a terrible idea. Uh, Kevin will get real pissed off that we're doing this right now, but he can suck a dick about it. It's okay, Kevin. We still love you, but you can suck a dick about it. Um, when Kevin's not no. here, we do what the fuck we like. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, actually, at the moment, Kevin is like I said, he is still uh, recovering after that one-on-one duel to the death with his with his sensei, and you know, he hasn't told us why he had to fight his sensei. So, I mean, it's 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 rough, you know, he, he, it's rough going for him. He was really close to that sensei. Yeah. Oh well. Sad face. Uh, for me, it's all same shit, different day. It is still Hearthstone, Warcraft, uh, a little bit of Warcraft. I'm playing a little bit of WoW. I'm I'm trying to you know unlock my allied races because I never finished Argusian Reach or Army of Light, and I'm still like salty as shit that uh, Horde gets it so easy and unlocking their allied races and Alliance doesn't. QQ Bibula. QQ. Yeah, yeah, I already Q-Q. have a night. I already have three Nightborn and a High Mountain yeah yeah uh well i i stopped playing for a long while so for a while there so i i didn't like keep up the grind at all so 
Uh, and of course, I am DMing this campaign with uh, Kevin, with uh, Chris and Nikolai, uh, with uh, Akari and Swag. So that's that's been real fun. Uh, just making up everything as I go. Literally, I, I, I there are no notes for this. I am literally just making up everything as we go along. And it's it's. I need to write better notes while I'm DMing. Uh, the best part about this campaign, though, is that we were supposed to be doing Mines of Fandelver. It, it, I'm that trying to keep out, that them went kind... out of the window at like session one. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to keep them kind of on the general path of Mines of Fandelver, but it's not going well. So essentially, at this point, I'm basically just going to start kind of leveling them up a little bit, a little bit faster, and sort of just throw them into something like Tomb of Annihilation. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I still think you should throw us into Strad. Scare Nikolai. I, I offered to throw you all into Strad, and you were like, no, let's not do Strad right off the bat. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we'll go do Strad. We'll go to fucking Ravenloft. We'll go to Greyhawk. It's okay. And you're like, no, 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 don't actually do this. Let's just run Fandelver. And I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. Um, and Nikolai keeps telling us that Greg can handle it. And Greg is, of course, uh, the wolf that he tamed after rolling a... Mind you, he has like negative one animal handling, but he rolled a natural 20 to uh, calm and soothe this wolf in the very first cave you come into in goddamn Mines of Fandelver. And uh, I rule of cool it and stated that uh, he tamed a wolf. As well, of course, of course, the D&D special. Yep. Uh, and so he tames a wolf. So he is a sorcerer, a level four tiefling sorcerer with a wolf companion. So it's, it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that about covers everything. And uh, let's go ahead and jump into listener feedback real quick. There's actually not a whole lot this week. Yeah, we're, we're Twitter, none from Twitter, none from Gmail. LB's a slacker and doesn't have an LB's corner this week. So it's all from SoundCloud, you lovable people. Yep, and it's going to be all Vish, too. So, Vish, it's the uh, SoundCloud special for you. Uh, we picked uh, three of your comments from episode 53 and we're going to go ahead and uh just talk about those real quick and then jump into the news uh there's a lot of news ish kind of yeah um so real quick uh vish stated that she loves mind bob as it is it's uh the new talents for shadow priest and the 8.0 alpha uh nerf it to just a fear which sucks uh, she loves the aoe stun rip mind bomb i don't say rip mind bomb i don't miss it uh there's too many goddamn aoe stuns in the game as it is it yeah. used to be one class had an AOE stun, and that was it. Yeah, and that no, was I Warriors. Agree. I like the fact that they are going, they're they're trimming a lot of the stuff that everyone shares. I like that. Yep, they're getting rid of a lot of fat. Um, so yeah, fuck you. We love you still, Vish, but fuck you. <laughs> um uh, she also mentions that uh, she's very confident that it seems to be class over player in Battle for Azeroth, but she is going to miss player over class, in which I can agree. You know, bringing the player, not the class, you know, it, it's a good concept, but ultimately I feel like it's not. It's it's just kind of, eh. I yeah. like bringing uniqueness, you know? That's the thing. A lot of the classes are just so watered down to be the same at this point. Mm-hmm. There's no um, actual identity for each of the classes. I mean, the amount of classes that have a bloodlust now. The amount of classes yeah, that have uh, massive stuns. What, three classes have bloodlust now at three, this point? Plus drums? Uh, three plus drums, yep. Drums I'm okay with because it's a different version and it's a nerfed version. But I'm Yeah, because like, it's what, uh, 
20 percent not 30 because it's 30 versus 25 yeah. yeah 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 but we've got bloodlust and heroism from shamans we've got time warp and we've got ancient hysteria from hunters bm hunters specifically yeah so i mean that's just that it's kind of going a little far to be honest there's, there's just way too much overlap and stuff and i'd like to see a little bit of the uniqueness brought back um and last but not least um kevin and i and vish actually had an argument about this which was piccolo of the flaming fire which was a drop that you picked up from undead strat from i believe it was the minstrel the ghost yes. minstrel inside yes. the undead side and chris has uh, settled it <laughs> i have settled it because no, I have well, chris, it. chris specifically has settled it because uh he went through the old patch notes Yes, he did. Uh, so the patch notes from 123 2015, so two years ago, um, when the toy box went live in 6.1 in uh, the first major patch of Warlords. Um, and we do have a source. We will have the source listed inside of the uh, episode notes this week. Uh, Piccolo the Flaming Fire has been rebuilt into a toy box item. Players can channel the song for up to 30 seconds to cause those around them to dance with a five minute cooldown. Additionally, the effect will no longer interrupt eating or drinking. So, fuck y'all. <laughs> Love you, I Vish, went through patch notes to, to determine this, because I'm very... He, I, I, like to, I like finding out information, so if someone well, and it's like, poses me a question, I will dig until I find that information. Yeah, I sat there and asked him, Hey, Chris, do you remember if Piccolo the Flaming Fires breaks channeled abilities like eating or drinking? And he's like, you know what? I'm not sure. Let's go test it. And I'm like, eh, let's not test it. We got a show to do. And he's like, okay. And he just goes through the patch notes. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, I found the patch note for it. So <laughs> Yeah. I just I, yeah. I like I like reading stuff, so I do that. Um that really kind of covers most of our listener feedback. We love to hear from y'all. Uh we didn't grab the uh the big listeners for the week, but uh thank you to everybody who has been listening. Um I just wanted to say that we have seen like a growth over the channel uh, for this podcast over the last year. Um, and it's absolutely fantastic. We love to reach all of y'all um, word of mouth and uh, things like that. So we, we absolutely love it. And thank y'all so much for helping share us with the world. Uh, we, we appreciate y'all so much and uh, we, we, love to talk to y'all and we love to hear from y'all so uh join the discord communicate with us on twitter soundcloud whatever uh we love to hear from y'all join um, our DD groups <laughs> if you want to play a shitty version of DD that we're playing feel free to fucking join us brah um <laughs> so news this week uh do you want to go ahead and cover world of warcraft or you want me to i'll do warcraft i'll do it all okay. right, World of Warcraft. Big fucking news, asshole. Big fucking news. So, uh, randomly on Tuesday night, Battle for Azeroth pre pre purchases went live, and then <laughs> BattleNet promptly shit itself. <laughs> then BattleNet promptly had a seizure. Yeah, it uh, BattleNet died. just fucking died. You couldn't buy anything in any game. You couldn't log into any game. Never mind buy anything. You couldn't log in. Yeah, it's like I was trying to buy a I was trying to buy a Hearthstone pack with coins, I think. Uh with gold coins and I couldn't buy a Hearthstone pack. I I I purchased Balfrosros. I successfully purchased it because it went live during one of my D&D sessions. And at the very mm -hmm. end, I jumped in to try and make a nightborn and just couldn't get past uh retrieving realm list for like three hours couldn't get past it <laughs> so uh prices uh standard version will be going for 50 dollars us and for that pounds, comes with uh, no special pre-order bonuses this time 
it does it does come with the uh it does come with the uh early no, access this, this, to the but that's just early access to yeah. the to the allied races it's, yeah. it's it's functions that are going to be that happen with the game so there's actually no pre-order bonus right now as far as we know you get the boost though don't you you'll get the boost but you're gonna get the boost when you buy the game anyways yeah if it's anything but, like legion was you'll get the boost when you buy the game regardless of if you buy it in the beginning or if you buy it afterwards the yeah these, this is, these are the same as all the other standard versions you get no stuff except the stuff that comes with the box so well, standard, usually they do. They try to do a pre-order bonus sometimes, you know. That's that's not, not so much anymore. Not so much. not so much anymore, but they they used to do pre-order bonuses. Used to not so much anymore though. Um, okay. Uh huh. Standard version fifty dollars US and forty pounds uh, Great British pounds. Uh, What's that in euros? I have no fucking clue. That's why I didn't look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit, baby. Uh, stop reminding me. <laughs> what's the deluxe version going Ender for? Ender F 2.0. Okay. Um we've got deluxe version, which is going for $70 US and 53 British pounds. Okay. Uh and we did mention uh that there was, you know, some early access stuff. Yep. So and when you purchase the game right away, you get access to well, you you are able to unlock the four, four of the six uh, allied races that are coming in Battle for Azeroth. You will get access to the Nightborn and the High Mountain Torn for the Horde, the Void Elves, and the Lightforge Draenei for the Alliance. And bear in mind, you do need to make you do need to have the requirements to unlock these in game. Uh, so, for example, the Nightborn, you need to have completed the Insurrection Chain as well as become exalted with the Nightborn. But those requirements will be account wide. So even if you have them on an alliance as long as you have a level 110 horde you can log in to that horde and unlock them to be playable on your across now, your entire account let's let's mention how shafted the alliance got on this yes because they need to be exalted with the uh, army of the, the light and i don't remember argusian reach argusian reach that's the other one um yeah that's a pain in the ass <laughs> yeah so the, for the horde as long as you played at launch for about maybe six months you're exalted. You've done all your requirements. You're good. Yeah, if you're, if, if, as long as you played up through and at and to the point of completion for Nighthold. Yep. You were fine. You yep. you have both of those unlocked pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Alliance, if you quit playing at any point between launch and uh, now and now, if you quit playing at any point between launch and now and are coming back, you probably aren't exalted with Argosian Reach or Army of the Light. So, yeah, you're, you're in the same buddy. boat I am. Yeah, you're <laughs> in the exact same boat I am right now, which is like desperately attempting to uh, find the demonic soul stones from the rare elites. Okay, and level up fairness, quick. I haven't quit since launch of Legion, and I'm not exalted with them on any of my characters, but that's because I was too lazy. Mm-hmm. I went back and was doing stuff from Wrath of the Lich King to fill up those green bars. Um, so there's also one other bonus that you're going to receive yes uh, you will get a level 110 character boost that is already available so if you boost a character uh, up to 110 you will get access to one of the uh, three four or two depending on the class artifact weapons available Uh, you will get a bag that will contain three relics for that artifact weapon that will take your uh, take the weapon up uh, i believe the eye levels 870 on everything uh your character will cut it out in full 870 greens you will have unlocked your order hall but you won't, won't have completed the quest anything like that all of the zone quests you will not have completed them uh, stuff like that so you'll have a lot of content you can go back and do on those characters if you would like and it's a uh, real real fun if you're trying to do lfr right now by the way 
Oh, yeah. Nikolai I and I jumped in to do uh, the seat of the Pantheon. And sh- yeah, that, uh, oh God. I tried to do it, uh, yes, not Thursday before I went to work. Oh, mm-hmm. it's painful. Oh my God. It's just painful. There's people pulling like sub 600. Oh no, that wasn't even the biggest problem. I, my, my night, Nightborn Warrior is a tank. I tr- was trying to tank with someone who knew nothing, not even yeah, basic no mechanics. No taunts, no anything. It's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to turn Agrimar away from the raid. Oh, it's okay. I'm, we're doing, we're doing the, uh, the council and I have 10 stacks of this frontal cleave da- uh, thing that's just building up and making it harder for me. Thanks. You're great. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in other news, that uh, we do have a oh, we did we, one more thing. Farthest outdate. Battle for Azeroth. The current yeah. ex, the current release date, according to the website, is on or before the twenty first of September, twenty eighteen. Let's remember, Legion went live before its expected date too. Yes, so. uh, I'm gonna put it out I think here. It was like a month, I believe. Um, it was like a month earlier than it was expected originally. Uh, yeah, it was about a month. I'm putting it out there. The, uh, in my opinion, the release date for Battle for Azeroth, thirtieth of August, mid late summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it, that. I'm giving it all, exactly two years from the launch of Legion. Now, let's be honest here. I, I we're gonna have to go back and double check that show we did with Roe, uh, that episode of Realm Maintenance, because he asked for our predictions about the release dates. I yep. think. And, I, and I, gonna, I, as far as I know, I've stuck to August. I'm giving an exact date this time, but I've stuck to August as far as I know. I'm going to have to go back and check what mine was. I don't remember. I think I actually said like July, possibly. I don't have to. I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and double check that episode and see. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it looks like all the predictions that we had about like the release date, which is it's not just our predictions. A lot of people were kind of predicting that sort of time frame. Also, uh, it seems to look like they're possibly coming true. That's which, uh, absolutely fantastic. Which means first time and since Cataclysm, we might actually mm-hmm. not have to deal with a year of a, a raid. Because Cataclysm be was like nine months. Ten months. We're just looking at maybe ten months of uh But the difference Antorus. is, this time we actually have content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the difference. There's a lot of stuff going on still. There's still still a lot of evergreen stuff that's happening. Uh, So Love is in the Air is live, isn't it? Yes, Love is in the Air is live. It went live on February the 2nd, which is yesterday. And it's it's down to 20 now, I believe, like Um, last year, right? Yes. So to actually do the event, you can do it from level 20. To actually get the mount... I think there's I a difference there. I believe no. I believe it's full drop rates I for everything. I read something on Blizzard Watch that the mount is different. I'm gonna uh, double check that. Uh, you have to be at least level 98 to farm the big rocket mount. Yeah, you have to be 98 or higher to obtain a chance for the big love rocket, but that's still not bad. No, no, that's not everything else. Everything else, you can do it from level 20. The only thing you're not going to be able to get, that mount. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The fact that there's I'm more right content for lobbies to do is great. Yep. Um. So there's also the huge, huge hot fix that I know you are super stoked about that just happened. Yes. Uh, so, uh, as was discussed by Ian and Lore uh, during the uh, Battle for Azeroth Q&A this week, uh, the hotfix for the 16 character slots per realm is live. If you are Yay! so excited about the new uh, uh, allied races and want to jump in and make one of each, uh, but you already have 12 characters, go for it. They are now available. Um, oh yeah, if, if, 
uh, at the time, all you had to do was close the client, open it back up, and it would automatically patch itself and fix. And for 16 character slots per server, that they haven't changed the 50 slots per account because let's be honest, who the fuck is using 50 active characters at any given time? <laughs> but you now have 16 per server. There you go. And uh, one other thing you were super stoked about that uh, just kind of came out just recently. More love to the Horde with the Draenor Orcs uh, being confirmed as the seventh allied race to join the ranks of the Alliance and the Horde. I'm very excited for this. I I, I suspect they're going to cheap out and give us the Wildhammer Dwarves. I so kind of hope really they will. Do- no, but here's the thing. It's, all, it's like... It doesn't require all that much difference. They 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 have all the new models. They have everything. It's just a reskin on them but with the uh, some racial changes. All three Iron Forge dwarfs playable is fucking great. That would be amazing if they do that. I'd be so happy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and we're we're way into the show at this point. We got a lot of ground to cover. So let's go ahead and jump into Diablo three real fast. There's no real news this week. Uh, there are more rumors swirling about the unannounced Diablo project slash Diablo four. Uh, those are all always swirling around um yep uh hearthstone real real quick uh nerfs holy shit i know 90 percent of people that listen to this show are not going to give a crap but holy crap these nerfs are huge uh you're going to see quest rogue quest and secret mages and cube locks becoming ridiculously overpowered in the current meta uh so real quick bone mares cost was increased by one from seven to eight its effect stays the same patches is still the same except he no longer has charge he does still pull from your deck and thin your deck though uh when you play another pirate quarter creeper is now a two five four seven that uh reduces its cost by one every time a minion dies regardless of its friendly or enemy uh and raza now reads battle cry if your deck has no duplicates reduce the cost of your hero power hero power to one for the remainder of the game uh we're gonna see uh Rizakis priest is still gonna be very strong but it's gonna be no longer have that 30 damage in a turn burst potential uh corridor creeper is going to be a dead card except in like evolve shaman and beast hunter and uh pirates are still gonna be strong but they're not gonna be as strong uh bone mare the change is not really all that significant to be honest uh, and currently there is also the quest for packs, a mammoth giveaway going on. So, uh, all you have to do currently, uh, for, to enter for a chance to win 3,000 Hearthstone packs, which is 1,000 of each expansion released in the previous year, which was Ungoro, Frozen Throne, and Kobolds and Catacombs. Uh, you have to do one daily quest, complete one daily quest every single day. And you have a total of 14 entries. At this point, you have less than 14, but, uh, because it's after the event began. Uh, or actually, does it be even? I think it began the first, but it could have been yesterday. I'm not sure. Um, you have a chance to enter every single daily quest you complete once per day for 14 days. Uh, we'll give you a chance to enter for those 3,000 card backs. There also will be uh, a second prize, which is going to be a new mammoth expansion, new mammoth pack bundle, which is going to be 30 packs. 10 from each of the three that we listed before. Uh, and then uh, some third place winners are also going to receive three packs of each. Um, it's also bringing forth a new bundle, a new one-time bundle, much like the starter kit bundle in the Hearthstone store. It's going to be the Mammoth bundle, uh, which is going to be 30 packs, which is the exact same thing as the second prize. Uh, so you'll get uh, 10 packs of Unguro, 10 packs of Frozen Throne, 10 packs of Cobalt and Catacomb for a total of 20 bucks, which is a ra- rather huge discount. Yeah. Uh, so if huge. you're still trying to get some of those stuff, uh, you can buy that bundle once per account. And I think it's once per account per region. Uh, so Heroes of the Storm. 
Uh, Chris, real quick, what's going on? So, uh, PTR build is live for testing, and it includes the amazing Maya of Shadow Song, who is the newest assassin to be joining the Nexus. Uh, we went. Uh, did you go through her abilities? Well, we didn't go through her abilities specifically, but we did mention that she is a very sticky, very lockdowny melee assassin, very yep. mobile. Uh, she also has a spammable AO frontal co- frontal AOE mm-hmm. uh, that uh, is pretty much core to her kit. Her attacks are less core than her uh, spammable Q. Yep, agreed. Um, wh- when she is live, we'll do a full breakdown of her abilities and stuff like that. Um, but mm-hmm. she, right now, she's just open for testing, so everything's subject to change. Um, also in the PTR build is the voice chat system that was uh, announced at BlizzCon and available on the show floor for testing. Um, it is coming at a later patch, but it is currently being tested on the current PTR build. So have you want to have a look at the, uh, the new voice is system, just- have a look at it lamers and racist 12 year olds like every other in-game voice chat that's ever existed i don't know i haven't actually tried it on the ptr yet uh when we were at blizzcon it was just like five of us that were sitting down having fun so it was we were always a a pre-made five man Mm -hmm. um so i don't actually know but possibly if overwatch i'm guessing it's just gonna be racist if overwatch is any indication (laughs) it's gonna be raging toxic nerds and racist 12 year olds and most pug uh, discords are any indication yeah 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 (laughs) Um, and then also I, I heard Lunar Festival was, uh, yes. <laughs> God damn it, Nikolai. Uh, Lunar Festival is open for testing on the PTR also. This year's Lunar Festival is up for testing. It'll include lots of new, uh, skins, new mounts, new portraits, and it's new a, it's a sprays, everything. Taronda skin, I believe I saw. There is a Taronda the skin there, yeah. I'm looking real fly. Girl looking good. Mm-hmm. So I, I will, one thing I will say about Heroes of the Storm, and I think you'll agree with me, the that dog uh, those skins are amazing the, the, it doesn't matter what character it is the the skins they produce for that game are always just phenomenal yeah and they're all off model too which is fantastic yeah. a lot of them are going back to old model styling so i'm totally stoked about it I, I love the skins they're fantastic and i love that you know they kind of just do whatever they want with the direction for the skins so yep um Real, real quick, continuing on, uh, Overwatch, they had a diva lore retcon. She is no longer a StarCraft II pro gamer. Which is uh, weird. Which is weird. Uh, she plays some weird uh, future war game, whatever. Uh, it started as some whole deal online, and apparently Roe was possibly involved in it? I don't know. Uh, I remember getting a tweet from him. The I reason we know this information is Roe. God damn it, Is Roe. Ro. Literally because <laughs> Roe mentioned it, and... Um, and then after like a day or so after that, like Polygon and like Kotaku and groups like that were started doing pu- publishing stories about it, too. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And last but not least, phase three of the war chest for uh, I believe it's Catalyst, uh, the Catalyst WCS uh, is live. Uh, so if you support Starcraft 2 and you love to throw your money at people, there are a bunch of new skins, emotes, sprays and things like that available in Starcraft 2. If let's you purchase honest, the war for chess. Let's be honest. We're all nerds. We all love throwing our money at companies. Yep. I love throwing my money at Blizzard. I haven't bought the war chest, though. <laughs> I, I don't play as much Starcraft 2 as I would like. Um, I think that about covers all the news. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah. That, that was surprisingly quick. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. We're a half hour into the show. Yeah, that's usually the point where we get to the topic. Not bad, Generally, actually. it's about 20, 22 to 25 minutes, actually. Okay, Kevin. <clears throat> We love you, Kevin. Uh, real quick, uh, our main topic, we are going to be talking about Jaina. Goddamn Proudmore. Yeah, we are. Mage Queen of the Kirin Tor. 
former ruler. Well, not ruler. She was never a ruler, but she was the daughter of Dale and Proudmore, ruler of Cole Tiris. Massive pain and, in my ass. And uh, ruler, Lord Governor, Mage Lord Governor of the island nation of Theramore, the island state of Theramore. Um, we're not going to go like all the way back way back in my day we're not going to talk about that with jana we're actually going to kind of focus on something that's kind of pertinent right now with uh her appearance reappearance during uh battle for azeroth uh she's we, we kind of felt like hey let's talk a little bit about jana and get a little bit of information about her and kind of what's leading her up to this point and where the hell has she been for entirety of legion yeah because and most of warlords also because one of the big things about Jaina, at least pre-Cataclysm, she was very, she was the happy of of the Alliance. She was very peace this, peace that, peace this. She was all over Thrall's dick. Let's be honest, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she was deep throwing him nonstop. We know. She was she was she was like all all about that Thrall dick at that point. Um, <laughs> and then some stuff happened. Um, some of the stuff. This is she's she's gone through some shit in her life. Um, <clears throat> she's helped. Uh, She's helped. Uh, uh, she's helped uh, kill Kaelthas Sunstrider. Well, no, I was trying to distract myself from Nikolai. Um, she's killed Kaelthas Sunstrider. She's helped assist us with killing Kaelthas Sunstrider. Uh, she's helped kill Arthas. Uh, both men that were very important parts of her life. Uh, she's she helped. She was there. And helped Thrall and Rexar kill her own father during the founding of Durotar and Orgrimmar. Yep. Um. And she has seen a lot of death. She's, she's one of her brothers is dead. Um. Her she saw Strathholm burn to the ground before her by Arthas. She has seen some shit. Um, which kind of sort of sets the stage for her and her growth as a character. Um, so during the events of the Cataclysm specifically, after Deathwing falls to the Dragon Soul, uh, she meets up a Thrall and uh, tries to sort of unify the Horton Alliance. Uh, and, and he says, no, he, he flat out says no. And that uh, he's rejected his life and, and he's elected a new war chief and it's Garrosh Hellscream um, in favor of going back to being Goel, which was his birth name, the name he never knew. Um, and working with the woman that he has built this relationship with Agra, uh, who's a Maghar orc or she's a drain or she's a Maghar orc. Maghar. Uh, and working with her and the Earth and Ring, uh, the shaman, the shamanistic circle that uh, sort of is a council of elements to heal a broken Azeroth. And uh, during that time after the fall of Deathwing uh, and the events that take place just immediately following it. Uh, she receives a message from Ronan. Uh, Ronan is the was the leader of the Kirin Tor. Uh, if you played it all during Wrath, or if you go back to Wrath, Dalaran, uh, about every five seconds you'll hear Ronan brothers start talking sisters. to you. Brothers and sisters of Dalaran. of Dalaran. 
turn uh, your eyes to the sky or whatever. I don't even remember the fucking No, that was pretty close, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, you, you about reply code alpha and Algalon and all that bullshit. Um, contacts are about recovering the focusing iris, which was a, which was a magical artifact of the blue dragon flight. In fact, uh, it was, uh, integral to their control over the ley lines and magic of Azeroth. Um, and after Malagos's death, uh, the focusing Iris uh, goes missing. Uh, and it's didn't she and Ronan working together, discover that the focusing Iris is, is, is gone. It's just gone. It's gone from the nexus. And that it's somehow being hidden. Uh, and they discover. Well, hmm? If I remember right, it wasn't being hidden. It was teleporting from place to place, and they don't know. They didn't know how. Well, that's still hiding it. Yeah. It's like shuffling your dead drop all over the place so that people can't realize that you're dropping, you know, information to somebody else. Kind of, yeah. it's the same kind of deal. But yes, essentially, it's not being hidden, hidden, but it's being moved Relocated around magically constantly. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me, God. <clears throat> um, while this is going on, the horde launches an attack against North Watchhold, which is the which was the alliance base within Deskwallow Marsh, uh, which is where Theramore, the island of Theramore, sits just off the coast. Um. And the Horde launches an attack, and uh, she calls for assistance from both the Alliance and the Kirin Tor. And the Alliance actually rebuffs her and uh, refuses to assist. Uh, but the Council of the, but Ronin and the Council of Six agree to assist her, and sends a delegation of of Kirin Tor mages uh, to act as a sort of deterrent. And in fact, Cadgar himself sends word to Adal, and Adal personally, not personally leads, but personally sends a delegation of Shatari warriors from Shatrath City itself, an outland, to assist this deterrence. Um, now, much of what we're going to be talking about right now, specifically relating to Jaina, is going to be stuff, information from the Tides of War book, the fantastic Tides of War book, which uh, was Christy Golden, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It's my favorite Warcraft novel. Uh, so it's from the fantastic book by Christy Golden. We'll make sure that we throw a link. We actually don't have like an Amazon partnership or anything, so it we're not getting paid for it. We just really like the book. Yeah, uh, so we don't have book. like a, yeah we don't have a referral link or anything. So don't don't even like oh hey they're selling out. No, it's just like we love the book. We're gonna fucking make sure y'all know how to find it. Um, and this is delegation arrives and the horde attacks. They they they. They crush Northwatch Hold and drive the Alliance from uh, their base in Theramore mm -hmm. and begin to move on Theramore itself. Uh, but the attack is actually pushed back by the combined might of the Shatari and the Kirin Tor and uh, her Theramore Irregulars, her Theramore Marines. And if I remember, there are some Night Elves there as well, because I know Chandra's Feathermoon was there. Chandra's Feathermoon uh, assisted because she was very close with Jaina yep, because yep. of geographic pro proximity. Uh, yep. Uh, well, God, what's the island's name? I forget what the Feralus. island's name. Feralus. And well, it's in Feralus. It's Feathermoon Hold, I think, in yep. Feralus. But there were uh, there were night elves from Feralus there that were rendering assistance. Yes, uh, and in fact, one of Jaina's closest allies and best friends was a night elf woman named Pained. 
Oh, pained. Yep. Uh, and the 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 attack is rebuffed. They 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 push them back, and the problem is so that Jaina and Ronan kind of realize this really wasn't a. If they rolled over Northwatch hold, where's the rest of the forces? This should have been a much larger army, and they realize it's a feint. It's not really an attack. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, and they feel the focusing iris, the, the power, the raw energy of the focusing iris, powering something and, and enhancing something coming towards Theramore. And they come to the realization that it's a weapon of some kind. Um, and at this point, you as the you as the person realize it's a mana bomb, which is a which is essentially a magic nuke. Pretty much. Uh, that is being enhanced by the focusing iris and uh, it's being transported on a goblin zeppelin, a dirigible uh, over the top of the over the top of Theramore. Um, and that this attack against Northwatch and Theramore was really nothing more than an attempt by Garrosh to bring the best and brightest of the Alliance and the Kirin Tor into Theramore so he could wipe them all out. Um, he is genocidal as fuck. This is um, the path. This is the start of the Garrosh as a psychopath. Yeah. So she tries to defend the city and does a damn fine job. But Ronan, realizing the power of this weapon, recognizes that there's no way to stop this. There's the only thing that they can do is deflect, deflect it as best they can. Uh, because he feels he gets the feeling that if he doesn't, that a lot of Kalimdor is going to be gone. Much of Eastern Kalimdor may may disappear. Or Grimar included, by the way. <laughs> um, so she f- argues with Ronan and just fights him and just swears she's never going to abandon Theramore. She's lost too many too many places and people near and dear to her to not fight for Theramore. And Ronan essentially tells her that she is the future of the Kirin Tor and opens a blind portal behind her and pushes her through it. Um, and uh, she falls upon an island just near Theramore. And as the portal is getting ready to close, she sees Ronan and she sees Kendi and Pained and all these people that are close to her in the inside of her home as the mana bomb goes off. And a wave of arcane energy pours through the portal and it just suffuses her and uh just just bathes her and then the portal snaps shut and uh she falls unconscious and she wakes a short time later and she feels her body just pulsating and and just rippling with arcane energy and she realizes that her hair is now shock white with uh, just a one splash of blonde, one one lock of blonde going back, <clears throat> and she is met by Alicos at that moment, and he finds her, uh, and she he tells her you can't go back, you can't go back, and she insists on going back to Dollar, and she just opens a portal and just walks back into uh, Theramore. I said Dollar, I meant Theramore. She just opens a portal and walks back into Theramore, and it is a wasteland. It is a crater. Ronan, in his last moments, drew the mana bomb 
towards her fortified tower deep within the city. Um, <clears throat> so it's the strongest, most arcane infused building. And he utilized it and his own raw power to draw the bomb and draw the power into himself and the tower. Uh, and it wipes the tower out completely. And it wipes him out. He, he disintegrates instantly. Uh, Ronan sacrifices himself in an attempt to save Kalimdor and save the world. Um, and uh, she arrives and it's just this blasted wasteland. And she walks through the city and she she finds the focusing iris at the base of what was her tower and, and and hides it and spirits it away and at that point she finds she sees the body of her her Kieran Tor trainee her intern her her padawan whatever you want to call it uh Kindy Sparklight I believe it is I believe it's Sparklight uh, Sparkshine Kindy Sparkshine um, who, as a little bit of an Easter egg, is actually the, the daughter of uh, the a mage in Dalaran who's been there since Wrath. Wrath, and he's a uh, he's the gnome outside of the Alliance Inn who sells the lighter that turns the lamps on, lets you turn the lamps on, those little like things that just lets you turn the lamps on in Dalaran and in the. Le- was it Legion version of Dalaran? Legion. Was Dalaran the Legion was the one that updated Dalaran again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the Legion version of Dalaran, or is it? It's the Legion no, version moved- of Dalaran. Okay, fine. The Legion version of Dalaran. I thought they moved it in Warlords also. I couldn't remember. <clears throat> uh, in the Legion version of Dalaran, uh, when night falls and he turns on the lamps, uh, his Kendi's head, is his laughing face is actually can be seen inside of the lanterns. Inside of the uh, lights, uh, it's just a little, just a little thing that they put in. Um, a, a father in grief, um, and she finds Kindy's body, and she reaches to touch it to turn her over. And because of all the magic, the arcane power in the area, Kindy just dissolves, just dissolves into violet dust, and. Uh, Jaina falls to her knees and screams in pain. And it, it's just, she's, she's lost everything again. Uh, with that, she teleports to Stormwind and demands an audience with Varian. And uh, just demands this audience with Varian and tells him that they have to counterattack against the Horde now. And uh, he rebuffs her, and then basically states that you know they, he they, there's it's suicide right now, and unbeknownst to Jaina, he's actually in the process of rebuilding the Alliance fleet in an attempt to take Orgamar to take the fight to Orgamar. Uh, but it's a secret, and he's not telling told her about it, and she leaves in a huff and uh, teleports to Dalaran and demands the assistance of the Kirin Tor. Uh, and the Kirin Tor in, in recognizing Ronan's death and uh, the loss of the mages that they have, uh, that they've lost in this in this magic, this mana bomb, refuse to assist her. Uh, they, they don't wish to act rashly. And inside of Dalaran, she finds there, there's a 
there's a library in Dalaran full of sort of forbidden or powerful books, powerful magical books. And she finds a book that has a seal on it. And uh, she discovers that the seal is actually placed there by Antonidas himself, her mentor, the former leader of the Kirin Tor during the events of Warcraft 3. Uh, and thinking that, you know, this is, this is, Antonidas would want me to do this. She forces the seal open uh, in such a way that she doesn't set off the alarms, uh, the magical alarms associated with it, and uh, realizes this is a book that details how to bind the elements to a to arcane power um instead of you know summoning water through arcane power she binds the elements and enslaves the elements directly to arcane power and with this information she teleports to Frey island which is a small island just off of ratchet which is just north of theramore and coincidentally just south of Argamar. Yeah. So what does she do there, Chris? Sorry, I was enthralled. That was really good. <laughs> this is why he's my favorite DM. <clears throat> okay. Uh lost where we were. <laughs> okay. So uh one when she gets to Frey Island, she uses the book and the focusing iris. She summons a massive tidal wave of water elementals, binds them with the arcane magic from the from the tome, and is hell-bent on drowning the horde capital of Orgrimmar and the entirety of Durotar with it. He is not in the right state right now. No, she is completely broken as a human being. She is... She feels like she's been abandoned by everybody around her. And then she's made all these sacrifices and done all these things and tried to foster this culture of peace and prosperity and tried to make the Alliance and the Horde see eye to eye. And and obviously it's, it's failed. Every opportunity, every opportunity she's opened up to try and create this peace has just been thrown back at her by one or the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Thrall does come to her uh, at Free Island and attempts to comfort her. She, in her anger and rage, lashes out at him and nearly kills him. Uh, yeah, they actually have a fight, like a real, yeah, like a f- honest to god fight, like a full on Garrosh uh, Thrall Makora full on fight. Hmm. Um and. He's barely able to hold back the wave that she has launched to sunder his his life's work. If, if Orgrimmar and Durotar were his his contribution, legacy, his legacy, his legacy. Um, he's barely able to hold that wave back. the uh, The timely arrival of Jaina's new bay, Kelagos. Um, not quite bay at this point. Not but quite yes. bay, but working towards it mm-hmm. <laughs> um, does stop her um, from fully unleashing this wave on Orgrimmar, which also at the point she was unaware would have also destroyed the Alliance fleet that was bearing down on Orgrimmar, um, including Varian. Yeah, because he was on the so, ship. Uh, at this point, Kalit Ghost is just kind of talking to her and, and convinces her, and he does it the only way he knows how, 
and he basically tells her that if she does this, she will be nothing better than Arthas and Garrosh. They both have made decisions and done things that they thought was right and they knew were right, but ultimately just cause more pain and hurt and, and, and indiscriminate death. She'd turn into what she hated the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaelic uh, convinces her that there is a path to peace um, and that he understands and sympathizes with her for the loss of everything she's had to deal with. And he does know what it's like to lose everything that he loves and everything he's the most of the blue dragon flight is gone. There's very few of them left. Um, those, in, in fact, there was very few blue dragons left after the, the, the war of the ancients, after the day of the dragon happened, mm-hmm. uh, Maligos, uh, Maligos went mad with grief after Deathwing wiped out much of the blue dragon flight during the day of the dragons. And there was even less with the amount we wiped out in wrath. Yeah. And because, <laughs> because of the, uh, the, the, oh God, what is it? The, uh, what's the war called? The Nexus Wars. The Nexus Wars. When the next, when the Nexus War happens, the blue dragons that ally themselves with Maligos, uh, we kill most of them. And, and so the blue dragon flight is actually a, a depleted shell of its former self. The and only one that's worse off is the blacks. The black that flight. Yep. really racist. Wow. <laughs> the black flight. You could say the black the flight. The black flight. Yep. The black flight. Um, that sounds way better. Okay. <laughs> the black flight is, is absolutely decimated. They were destroyed to almost to, um, to a being. Um, but Kelikos also knows human loss too. Um, <laughs> because he lost, uh, Avina. If you read the, uh, Sunwell manga, it, this actually ties back into the Sunwell manga that was released during BC. Uh, and, uh, when Kalikos is assisting a woman named Avina Teague, a, I believe she was a half elf or human. She was a human, a human woman named, uh, Avina Teague. And, she spoilers like 10 years ago she turns out to be the uh be the avatar essentially the the human personification of the sunwell itself and it's her sacrifice that rekindles the sunwell if you ever play uh the kill jaden fight in sunwell the last fight in sunwell uh you see a human figure and that's actually avina and she sacrifices herself essentially uh to reintegrate with the sunwell and to reignite it and if i'm correct calyx original b Yes, that is Calix's original bay. Well, not quite. He also had a he had he had his uh, uh Avina was kind of like his side piece and he had he was like a he was uh betrothed or enthralled to another blue dragon woman. Calix just cannot get a break, can he? He can't get a break at all. No. Um you were saying. Uh what was I saying? Yes. Um after this there uh the romance does begin to kindle. Uh, she petitions the Kieran Tor um, for re-entry as a novice. They refuse. In 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 contrition for everything she's yeah, done. She to make to she wants to be part of the Kieran Tor again. And she and, and her mind, everything that she's done, everything that she's that's happened, she should start from the bottom. They refuse mm-hmm. flat out. Instead, they elect her as ruler, mage ruler of Dalaran and head of the Kirin Tor. Because the same position, but this, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because 
let's be quite frank, Jaina is the most powerful mage in the Kirin Tor. And also, uh, something I forgot to actually put in the notes, uh, she's actually a figure of prophecy. Uh, she's actually the figure of a prophecy that Coralus draws. Right. Yes. Uh, which pertains directly, when, when you put the piece together, it is directly about Jaina. Uh, and upon discovering these things, they, um, they elect her as uh, the, the, the mage leader of the Kirin Tor, the leader of the six. Um, Jaina does at this point wish uh, to remove certain members of Dalaran from the city. Mm-mm. No. No? That- no, no, no. At this point, yeah, she refuses to actually kick the Sun Reavers out. Varian comes and demands. Oh, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Varian demands that the Sun Reavers be kicked out of Dalaran. Because they're horde Because allied. they're horde. Uh, horde allied, yep. Jaina refuses. She refuses. Um, Dalaran will remain a neutral city, is what she tells him. Uh, despite the fact that the majority of the leadership is ally, is alliance allied, um, Dalaran is a beacon of neutrality. And it's a beacon of hope and peace. It is a something to aspire to is what she believes. Yeah. Um, and that is where it will stay. Or so we thought, um, Mm During the events of Mists of Pandaria, uh, after the landfall, after campaign. after the landfall camp, well, during or is the it landfall during campaign, the landfall campaign, it's during the landfall during campaign. Landfall, um, Garrosh and the Horde are on a mission to retrieve uh, an artifact called the Divine Bell, which is a whole other a story whole with the Mogu and the Titans and everything we're else. We're not going to have time to go into. Um, no. After the Divine Bell is taken uh, from Darnassus, uh, it is discovered that the, it was taken by members of the Sunreavers uh, for Garrosh. Um, the defenses fail, and it is taken. At this point, Jaina goes full-on... Let's deal with the horde. Stalin. Full just flawed Stalin. Stalin. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but we did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, with assistance from the Alliance forces and the Silver Covenant. Which is the uh, group of high, high elves. elves that yep. have remained un- loyal to the Alliance following the uh, Sindori and Kael'thas uh, pledging allegiance to the... Well, originally Kael'thas pledging allegiance to the Legion, and then the Sindori and Lorthamar Theron pledging allegiance to the Horde. Yes. Um, they begin to cull the city, as it were, of storm reavers, imprisoning those sun weaver reavers. Did I say what did I say? You said storm reavers, which was the uh, orc clan My of warlocks led by Gul'dan. My bad. Sun reavers. All these names are so freaking close. Okay, um, mm-hmm. imprisoning those that cooperated uh, within the Violet Hold. And cooperated with the purge. Yeah. So the Sun Reavers that go, okay, I'm putting my hands up. Ha- put my hands up. Put my hands on up. The ground. Don't kill me. Hands behind my head. I'm okay, guys. I'll Don't be good. Don't kill be good. me, please. <laughs> uh, they got put into the Violet Hold and imprisoned. Those that didn't, those that fought back, were slayed. And it was a full on massacre in Dalaran. 
put to the sword. Jaina, in fact, herself walks the streets of Dalaran with two water elementals flanking her, uh, personally overseeing yep. this. After this, she bends the knee to Varium and promises and allies the Kirin Tor with the Alliance. The neutrality is gone. Uh, Varian, upset at the act, informs that he had nearly brought the Blood Elves back to the Alliance. He had been in secret talks yep. with Lorthamar Theron for months. Months, and Jaina's swift imprisonment of Blood Elves and slaying of others shattered that negotiation. Mm-hmm. Jaina's response to that? Once Horde. Always hard. This that, that that kind of this this is the moment that sort of sets her down the path she's currently on. Yes, or she's uh, been on. This 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 is where we see the new Jaina starting to f- like fully take form. And I mean, also at this point, she does she's she's kind of flip flopped a lot. She's gone, oh, I hate the Horde, I love the Horde, I hate the Horde, I love the Horde. At this point, she's very cold and very calculating, and it's very much, we're done here. And we see that a lot more during the Siege of Orgrimmar. Mm -hmm. Um, Though she does kind of turn her cheek around uh, during, after that, the events that happened after that. But during this event, she's very much in the vein of, let's destroy the Horde, it needs to be dismantled, let's destroy them now. Yes, um, during the siege, uh, Jaina, who was very prominent as one of the Alliance figureheads, um, she was present during most of the attack of the city and uh, during the climax uh, against Garrosh Hellscream. When Garrosh was lay there defeated by the armies of the Alliance and the Horde, the two factions stood not side by side, but United. United in their disdain and hatred for Garrosh. Jaina attempted to convince King Varian to, and I quote, dismantle the Horde. Le- learning from his son Anduin, Varian did the opposite, and in not so many words, agreed to what was essentially a non-aggression pact with the new leader of the Horde, Vol'jin. Mm-hmm. Jaina, not so pleased. The nicest way to put that. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic little sequence to go play the end of Siege of Orgrimmar. Just, just roll it on normal. I think you can still roll it you on, can normal, still roll so on normal. If you really want to go see it. If you really want to go, go see, see it, it, it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, and I think everyone, even Laura, kind of agrees with this. Laura didn't do the voice acting as well as she usually does. It's it's it's, it's, mm-hmm. a, little, it's a little bit of a weird line, and I think even she agrees with that. But it's a fantastic little scene. It really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about war crimes? Sure. Uh, so the events that happen directly following the siege of Orgrimmar, like literally directly following the war crimes itself takes place, I think hours or days 
it's, after it's about it's between a couple of days to a couple of weeks between now. Yeah, so it takes place immediately following the events of Siege of Orgrimmar, um, and this is uh, during the ending of the Siege of Orgrimmar after after Garrosh is laid low by the heroes, by the champions of the Alliance and Horde. Uh, the Alliance and the Horde argue amongst themselves over who gets the right to end Garrosh. <clears throat> and they're only stopped by a very injured Taran Zhu. My favorite the panda. Leader, the leader of the Shadow Pan, uh, who basically shuts them both down, shuts both the Horde and Alliance down, and states that the most damage that Garrosh has done has been to the has been to the Pandaran people and the people of the Isle of Pandaria, the continent of Pandaria, uh, as, as he has laid waste to the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. <clears throat> Decimate the Shadow Pan. Uh, to the point that many, many Pandaran lost their lives. And in fact, it weakened all of Pandaria against future manted attacks out of the Kyperite wastes, the, the dread wastes to the mm-hmm. west. And he basically shuts them down and says that the Pandarans have suffered the most at Garrosh's hands, and so the Pandarans will be the ones that met justice out. And Varian and Vol'jin both, both defer to him. The Varian, Vol'jin, and Thrall. Vol'jin all basically... Uh, no, at the end, at the end of it, Garrosh is gone. Garrosh has been imprisoned. Vol'jin is leading the horde. Thrall is there, but Thrall is not leading the horde. Thrall is there representing the Earthen Ring. No, I know. I'm just I'm talking about the cutscene though, where yes, he, where where Terenzir comes in and says that it's the Pandaren is Varian and Thrall that's doing it. Okay, I don't remember that cutscene completely. So there you go, uh, and and. Basically says that the Pandarans will get justice because of the crimes committed on Pandaria and he was captured on Pandaria and they have suffered the most. And everybody basically agrees to this because they 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 found the Pandarans to be fair and wise mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up to this point. Um, so they actually begin a trial for him, which is uh, where the novel War Crimes picks up uh, again. Christy Golden, Christy Golden. And Christy Golden. We'll have another link for that one in the show description, too. Um, and basically, uh, Taronda Whisperwind actually is Garrosh's defense. No, she's his. Uh, no, she's. Uh, it's who is it? Who is it? Uh, Bane. Bane is Garrosh's defender. And Taronda is represents all the peoples that have been wronged by Garrosh. Um, and. It's going well. Everybody's in good spirits. Everybody's happy. It feels like justice is coming for Garrosh uh, and for all the people that have died and been harmed by him. And during these events, you know, she keep, she maintains her relationship with Kalik, uh, Kalik Ghost. Um, though it's, it's strained, they've been apart for a very long time. They they've tried. They've done everything they can to keep it together. But you know, she's she's been so involved with the Pandaren campaign that uh, Kalikos has just actually just arrived onto Pandaria at this point. He, he hasn't been anywhere. He's been dealing with the, the, the issues of the dragon flights and the fallout from the cataclysm and uh, uh, the, the dusk of the aspects, whatever you want to call it, nightfall of the aspects, whatever. 
Um, there's a name. I don't remember what it is. Dawn of Mortals. It's basically the Dawn of the Age of Mortals, essentially. Um, it's the third age. Okay. Basically for those of those of you Lord of the Rings fans, it's basically the third age, essentially. Uh, the Dawn of Man. Uh, and during the trial, she actually testifies against Garrosh and uh, some things come to light. Uh, in fact, uh, some some communication and material support that she gave and received from Bane Bloodhoof comes out during the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, he's Varian's incredibly angry because it turns out that she involved Anduin also too in these yep. actions. And uh, these these are the events that lead up to the destruction of Theramore uh, and the destruction of Northwatch. She she received information that the Horde was moving on Northwatch, and she sent material aid to the to the Torin during their darkest dirt to Bane and his his group of people specifically during this time frame because at this point, uh, you know they they Cairn has been killed by Magtha Grim Totem and all the and and Magtha had taken control of the of Thunder Bluff for a time. And Jaina supported Bane during those periods of time. And then all this information comes out during the, uh, during the trial. Uh, and, and at the very end, Taronda asks her a question. And she goes, do you still wish to destroy the Horde, essentially? And do, do, are, are you, uh, it was, are you was the only reason you're glad you didn't destroy Orgrimmar with the wave. Was it because you didn't want to destroy the Alliance fleet? She says, that's part of the reason. That's why. Mm-hmm. And Tyrande keeps pressing her. And finally, Jaina goes, I'm, I'm glad I didn't destroy those people because the Horde is not Garrosh and Garrosh is not the Horde. Essentially, that, that's the Cliff Notes version of it. Yep. Um, and this shocks Tyrande because for so long she has been Jaina has been this destroy the horde, destroy the horde. In fact, she just before that said, told Varian that the horde needs to be dismantled. And, and part of this is because she receives a note from Vol'jin during the trial. And uh, it basically says everybody has a lot of ghosts they carry on their back. Everybody has a lot of spirits and he doesn't blame her for being angry. Um, and that uh, she realizes that the horde is not Garrosh and Garrosh is not the horde. Um, Garrosh escapes at during the end of the trial, uh, assisted by uh, I forget the dragon's name. It's a bronze dragon, right? Kairos uh, Dormu. Kairos Dormu, yeah, <clears throat> is assisted by Kairos Dormu uh, in escaping. And uh, as Kairos Dormu is, is spiriting Garrosh away, he opens up a series of portals and outstep time displaced versions of many of the individuals involved in this trial. And in fact, Jaina has to go toe to toe with herself. Mm -hmm. And in fact, does go toe to toe with herself. um, And uh, barely survives. Uh, She's in fact, mortally wounded during this incident. And uh, she and the other members of the courtroom are spirited away. And and after, after all these time displaced doppelgangers are destroyed, she she's lying there dying. And Velen and Anduin and Goel, Thrall and Agra and all these other people come over to try to save her and, and blend their healing powers to her. And it doesn't do anything. It, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't stop her from dying. Um, 
And at the last moment, uh, Shaiji, Chiji, the um, heron spirit of uh, the crane spirit of Pandaria steps forward and spreads its wings and shakes its feathers and everyone gathered is restored. And they explained that the, the celestials didn't intend to let Garrosh die. They would let the execution go through, but they would save him at the last moment and give him a chance to continue learning because they don't believe in punishment like that, that every, but they believe that every being has a right to continue learning. Uh, she survives. Um, and then promptly begins to just fuck off during the entirety of Warlords, except to show up during the, uh, except to show up during the legendary quest ring line. To uh, bet you Khadgar. To bet you Khadgar. To bitch at Khadgar. That's literally all she does. She shows up in Warlords to bitch at Khadgar, and that's it. Um, and that's literally all she fucking does is that she comes in for a single stage of the quest line, bitches at Khadgar, and then deuces the fuck in out. In fairness, we see her more than we see Vulgin and Varian combined. That's a fair point. So, after that, at the beginning of the Legion fall, the Legion expansion, the, the, the salt on the broken shore, uh, Jaina and Greymane, which is, this is actually the broken shore uh, Alliance introduction site. This is the Alliance introductory crest line to the broken shore. To the broken isles, I should say. Jaina and Gen Greymane are leading the second wave of air and sea assault against the broken shore. Uh, and they meet up with the leaders of both Horde and Alliance. And during this point, you know, the Alliance and Horde have formed an uneasy alliance because they realize that the Legion is the larger threat. Um, and during this event, unbeknownst to them, the leader of the Horde, Vulgin himself, is mortally wounded, uh, trying to disengage the Horde forces from this suicide attack. And uh, she witnesses Varian give himself up and sacrifice his life to take out a fell reaver and to confront Gul'dan himself as he mows down an army of demons single-handedly. He breaks Shalomane into two and just goes, goes into a fury and just kills a whole army of demons on his own uh, until he's finally laid low by a, by a, by a spear in his back. And uh, is brought before Gul'dan and spoilers from a year and a half ago, by the way, um, and uh, is destroyed for his defiance. And Gul'dan laughingly mocks him uh, that their world will crumble and he, he's destroyed. And uh, Jaina bloodthirsty over what she perceives as the horde cowardice returns to Dalaran and demands the Council of Six launch an assault right now and remove all the Horde. Dalaran will be an alliance city. Again. Once again. <laughs> and she, and I believe it's Ansem Runeweaver, vote for that. And the remainder of the Council of Six disagrees and votes against her. And she... Basically goes, you'll regret this, and storms off. 
So we had two rage quit moments in a 10 minute period. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and she goes, you'll regret this. And then she fucks off for the entirety of Legion. She has not been seen hide nor hair since that introductory say, uh, segment. Mm-hmm. And that basically puts us at the point where she is currently, which battle is for Azeroth. Um, Basil, battle for Azeroth. She looks more at peace than she has in the past. Pirate Mage Queen Jaina. We got what pirate we Mage Queen Jaina. We got That's what we all wanted. I want. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like she's a Pirate Mage Queen, but I don't know. I haven't. We haven't gotten all the information about her. I just hope that she's Pirate Mage Ooh. Queen Jaina. Though she is not. She's going to have to be Pirate Princess Jaina. Pirate Mage Jaina. Pirate Princess Mage Jaina. Because her mother, Catherine Proudmore, is or Kathleen Proudmore is spoiler alert still alive and leading Culturis. I think that was actually a big spoiler. <laughs> it's like very clearly mentioned in several places. I've avoided all of that. <laughs> yep, sucks to be you. Her mama's still alive, asshole. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Not that it's going to tell you any fucking thing. Like literally, if you go read anything right now, like I read through like several wikis worth of stuff. <laughs> sucks to be you. <laughs> Aww. I went through all of Legion without spoiling a fucking thing for you, so this is my revenge. <laughs> uh, I hate you. Yeah, go ahead and hate me all you fucking want. It's okay. <sighs> He's just really pissed off at me now. Yep. He's not that pissed no, off. He's just really. like, God damn it. Just, God damn it. Cut down. It's not big, but it's it's, it's enough. <laughs> Just enough. God damn it! I don't have any more information. It's just Son of a bitch. it's just enough to fuel on un- unadulterated fury. <sighs> so, at the moment, we know that Jaina is kind of just at this state where she's hopefully some of that fury has died back, and, and seeing her people once again and being amongst her people once again has kind of softened her. Probably not. Let's be frank, probably, probably not. Probably not, but it's it's probably focused her a bit more. It's probably focused her a bit more. And, and I, I'd really like to see where she grows. I'd really like to see where she grows at this point. Yeah. Will she go back to being crazy, bloodthirsty, just man of the horde? <laughs> I still want Pirate Mage Princess Jaina as a boss battle. I would like point. to point out that uh, me and my friend Rebecca are working on designing a male version of Jaina's new outfit for me at BlizzCon. So that's going to be fun. Yeah, you're going to have the hair and everything with the I Elsa the, with the Elsa braid the on the side. My hair is as long as Jaina's is now. So all I need mm-hmm. is the the white hair gel with the streak of the blonde, and I can do a male version of Jaina. Okay. I I had hair that long once, and then I lost all of it. No pattern baldness. You perfect. That's why I'm bald now. It's okay. I'm all right though. I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm not bitter about it at all. Oh, honey, do you want back rub? No, I don't. Um. So Jaina as a character has kind of evolved a lot. She's kind of gone like towards chaotic, stupid as time has gone on. <laughs> um. But yeah, okay, as yeah. a as the whole, she has evolved as a character from just sort of this naive schoolgirl, this naive apprentice, mm-hmm. this, this, this entry-level mage to this powerful arc mage who <clears throat> still lets her emotions run wild. Yep. 
She's lost so much, though. No, I agree with that. I think that, honestly, I think that kind of covers most of everything, kind of sets up where she is right now as a character, which is kind of yeah, what we wanted to do. It does. It's because rather than doing like Jaina from beginning to end, our goal here was to let every, make everyone aware of why Jaina is where she is. What what has transpired to change her from the hippie, tree-loving, peace-loving uh, woman we knew to this bloodthirsty, crazy lady that we know? She's going from, I just want to study, to dismantle the horde. Yeah, pretty much. And I think, I think the discussion today has shown that pretty clearly. Yep. I agree, 100%. I'm. I think that about covers everything. Um, we'd love to get any feedback from y'all about it. Um, we understand we're not novel. We're not Bell. You are. We're not. We're not one of the other. We're not one of the, the major lore YouTube's or podcasts lore. or anything. We're not Lore Watch. We wish we were, but we're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if you've got anything you'd like to say to us about this, you know, if we're wrong about something, please give us she just she just a message. We'd love to hear from you about it. Um. Do you have anything you want to end on? Any final thoughts? Don't do that. Do that. I have. I've never been more excited to play both Alliance and Horde in one expansion than I am for Battle for Azeroth. Mm. And the main reason for that is Jaina and Anduin and Sylvanas. I want to see where their stories go. I'm hip to that. I'm not hip at all. It's okay. No, neither am I, though. It's fine. It's why we get along. Okay, and I, I'm glad that you're excited. I, I And, you know, like, just looking at the character development we've seen with Anduin and Sylvanas and uh, Zappy Boy, um, I'm, I'm super excited to see where the character development for Zappy Boy goes. You're like, what? I'm guessing you're talking about the troll with the lightning. Hell yeah, Zappy Boy, son. Zappy, Zappy Boy. Boy, okay. I'm totally thrilled to see what character development Zappy Boy gets. So um, Zappy Boy is not getting character development. <laughs> Don't just you fucking watch. Zappy Boy will get character development. <laughs> just watch. you fucking watch. He turns into a main named character. And his name is Zappy Boy. <laughs> his name will not be Zappy Boy. His name will actually be Zappy Boy, but it's like troll Zappy Boy. So it's like Zappy Boy. It yeah. sounds like Christopher that right now. Super thrilled to see where the character development is going, and I'm super thrilled that we got to sit down and talk about lore. Again. Zappy Boy has to be voiced uh, by Christopher Walken. Just putting that out there. No, I, I think boy. I think, I, I think <laughs> Zappy Boy is not going to be voiced by Christopher Walken. Uh, Zappy Boy obviously has to be voiced by. Um, let's see, who's a good voice for Zappy Boy? Uh, Billy West. God, Zappy Boy has to be Billy West in Fry as Fry. Fine, Jamaican Fry, Jamaican Fry. Oh God, <laughs> Zappy Boy will be Jamaican Fry. Oh, Calling it right now, Billy West. <laughs> 2018 Battle for Azeroth. Be there or be square. <laughs> that Close is going to be our sh- that is going to be our show this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin, who is still not here, recovering from killing his sensei, is at SwingCat with a gay. Mr. Chris over here is at Akari underscore Mag. And I, of course, am at Gavril Two Eyes One L underscore ET. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. You can visit our website at www.azerothctc.com. See this reveal on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, wherever you find fine, well curated podcasts such as this one. Uh, say Zappy Boy. Zappy boy! Zappy boy!